Welcome back to Noise Extra. I'm Gray Holger, here with my co-host Tara Connolly. Hi. And Mike Connolly. Hello. And we have a special holiday-themed episode for you today. It's Christmas. That's what right. better to discuss than the Christmas album by Smell and Quim? Oh, it's the perfect holiday album for this time of year. Tis couple, the season. Tis the season a couple days before Christmas. And even more exciting is we did get a chance to talk to Dave. And he gave it his thoughts on the album and some tracks. So we'll be hearing Dave's voice throughout the episode. And it has been. It's been over a year since we talked to him. We had so much fun. I know. It was, that was such a great time. It was. It was. Incredible. That was an absolute treat. Yeah. So much has happened in that time. Uh, I reissued Pushy Gothic Gnome versus Charity Techno Noma, a Smelling Quinn release. You and I bonded over uh, very bonded early on. on. Very mm-hmm. early on. Yeah. And that was we. We had always we. That was a favorite when we first met. I remember talking about that in those early early days in the in the mists of time. Yeah. And Smelling Quinn have a new album out. Uh, called Cunty Bubbles on Cheeses International. So Cheeses has been reborn, and so awesome! We, Yay. we have a new Smelling Quim album out to thank for that. So that's uh, that's really cool. Heck yes, it's incredibly exciting. Hooray for Cheeses! That's right. One of the great label names. Obviously, Tara's biased, biased towards it. I do love cheese. I'm yeah. waiting for Cheesecast. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> believe me, it's uh, it's it's there. Are it's, plans are being concocted. It's, it's bubbling up itself. That's right. But hey, before we talk about smelling Quim Gray, you've been listening to anything? I revisited one of my favorites, Genocide Organ, in conflict. Love that uh, one. Mm-hmm. Not exactly a Christmas album, but it always sets a nice <laughs> mood for me. And yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just the structures and sounds used on that one is makes it uh, one of my favorites of the sort of modern, what I consider the modern era. I don't know how people divide their uh, their catalog or something, but I think right, right after mm-hmm. after Truth, they sort of took a what I think it was a, a turn towards a different style, and uh, yeah, this one sits nicely in that zone, and actually not quite noise but i've been listening to a lot of the clinic uh you know we did that sonar album and uh texting with a friend of mine about uh the release box which is like a collection of like weird unused stuff i think or tracks that never made it to a release or i don't i don't even know and there's so much weird stuff on there and a lot of it very noisy and a lot of like synth and stuff and then burst into sort of the more classic clinic rhythmic industrial sound but yeah, that's been, uh, I've been like revisiting the, you know, the sort of the last hospital badge and a couple other things, but nothing, uh, nothing concrete. Nothing that hasn't been well, listed before on the show. I, I've been kind of watching stuff more than listening lately too. I, I did a night of uh, showing stuff over at Cathode Cinema. And so to curate that, I watched a bunch of my noise videos or noise videos that I have. So uh, Einstein's in a Neubau and Halbermensch, one of the like most classic noise concerts slash like staged performance videos. Uh, Leibach, a film from Slovenia, which sort of investigates their roots and uh, how they were perceived in their own country and, and in the world at large. 
uh, Kingdom of Noise, Good Alchemy, like just a bunch. I, I watched a ton. SBK Despair, like I watched so much noise video in the last little bit that, uh, yeah, it was, it was like a lot of constant noise going, but not not CDs or tapes as much. And, and it was really cool when you did that. The Cathode Cinema has been doing cool stuff. A friend of all of ours, Matt Minner, curated mm-hmm. an eight-hour block of Matt Minner-esque, a.k.a. All, all, all uh, us esque uh, <laughs> movies. Right. Uh, so very, very cool that they're doing that. Like adult lifetime friend with movies, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not lifetime movies, but lifetime a friend of. But uh, yes. I mean, eight hours our, of lifetime. Adult lives. Eight, I watch eight, eight, eight hours, hours of, of lifetime, lifetime movies. movies are pretty not? great too. Definitely. <laughs> I definitely. think you should pitch that. Stalked, stalked by my Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think. Uh, I'll be doing more of those, and I think maybe we'll be doing one of those hey, hey. Uh, come January. So Very Fun. into it. Very into it. Right. Ray, do you have any holiday cocktail recommendations? You know, normally around this time of year, I would have already whipped up a huge batch of hot buttered rum, but I mm. did not do that this year. Oh, I would uh, love that. I would love some right now. I'm sorry. I really probably should have, but... Uh, No, I haven't been drinking very much either. Just been, just been like in a zone of not, you know, drinking water. You can, you can, you can get, you can like die off drinking too much water. They do that, you know, like yeah. when they have those hazing rituals and people drink like too yeah. much water. Or if you inhale it, you know, guys, water is bad for you <laughs> because like with alcohol, it's it like it um evaporates quickly. Well, and it, it, it. Uh, sterilizes. Oh yeah, you know? so it's like yes. healthy. Yes, absolutely. We've been doing you know a little eggnog and and a little whiskey, bourbon and eggnog. Yeah, also not traditional I, also, but delicious. Also, you know, rum's good in in eggnog. So we've been doing that around this time. We're of enjoying year. cinnamon nice. tea right now, though. That's right. And then and then we're keeping the keeping the spirit of the season alive in here with those VDSQLPs from a bit ago, the Anthony uh, Pascarosa and Mark McGuire Christmas records. They're so nice. They're great atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And great to read to. Absolutely. What else? What are, what are some other good Christmas? Kevin Drum's Tannenbaum. Kevin Drum Holiday Tannenbaum. Holiday classic. Bring it out all the time. Absolutely. So, you know, we're keeping it going with those in here. And of course, you know, Smell and Quim Christmas album. Well, I mean, I mean come on. You have to have this going. We put it under the tree every year just because it looks so good. As you'll see in the episode picture. Before we totally get into the Christmas album, we did want to put a request out there. We are thinking about doing a listener question episode in January. So we were looking for listener questions. If you have questions about anything, anything you want to hear us talk about, any questions directly for any of us, you can email gang at noiseextra.com. The, I would say for sure, a question we will not be answering is what album do we hate? What bands do we hate, etc. That's certainly not anything we talk about on the podcast, so you can go ahead and save any question in that realm, but otherwise... Feel free to ask. What do they say? Ask us anything. Doesn't mean we're going to answer anything, but you can feel free to ask us. <laughs> yeah, please do. This isn't li- this isn't a live stream. We'll, we will pick and choose what we answer. But uh, but you know, if we if we get if we get some cool questions and 
things that we feel we can discuss on an episode and, and make it a make it a cool episode, then we're gonna do that for January. So gang at noiseextra.com. And you can just make the subject listener questions episode, something like that. But hey, I think it's time to march into the Quim Republic. Oh, good news, there's an anthem to march to. There is an anthem to march there to. It sure starts, is. It starts off this fantastic tape on Stinky Horsefuck from 1993. And hearing that track, my heart just leaps. I'm like, yay! <laughs> Here we go. I, looking over at Tara's amazing note sheet, <laughs> it it simply says joy. And I think it's the joy joy to the world is this song. I wrote uh, two words more than Tara. <laughs> uh, and they are, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this amazing 20-second anthem intro. To yeah. get you in the mood. And according to Dave, the Quim Republic is a real place. The Quim Republic is located near to where present-day Zagreb is in Croatia. It's uh, located in the future. The Quim Republic is located in the future, uh, and it can only be uh, accessed by time travel. The smell of Quim have recently been experimenting by taking the serum um, and the special elixir that allows us to travel through time. And so we often visit the Quim Republic. I love it. Time travel. I'm in. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's follow Who suit. Knew? It's in Zagreb. Yeah, or, or around there. In the future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love it. And then we immediately get a 25-minute chaos... Madness, free for all, when we get turned over to Sod. <laughs> yeah, wild, live. wild live version. I didn't compare it to the studio version. <laughs> you right. You know what? We didn't either. We we should have done our due diligence. But this oh, is man. recorded by Neil Campbell, and you hear his voice oh. at the beginning and the end. Uh, it's it's such a and some other voices. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. yeah, yeah. And this is just. Pure rambunctious madness chaos. Rambunctious. That's a great word for this. Yes. I mean, you hear the the sound system cranking out this nasty noise and like some guitar and gurgling and those those vocals. Like it's I love the vocal effect on this thing. It's so cool and nasty. It's great because you you really can visualize the chaos that's ensuing on stage during this track. Like it's the sound of flagellation, and they're literally gargling something and grunting. And something. I'm like, is that is that it? Yeah, right. I, I I'm not even gonna guess. So is it a chainsaw? Is it a vibrator? I don't know. It just sounds great. I like when the warning sirens come in, but you know what? They warned us a little too late. Can't warn me 18 minutes in. You got to send that off a little bit earlier. <laughs> ah, the warning what went off late. a wild ride. I, Love my it. favorite part of the uh, the warning siren, as you call it, is the audience member singing along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. It's uh, so good. I believe Mr. Walklet has some information about this track especially the live track that was recorded at the Duchess of York in Leeds in about 1991, maybe. Um, it's the only gig, the first incarnation of Small and Quim ever did. It's the only gig. 
It was on a bill with Condom, The Haters, and Techno Animal. So how cool is it? The Haters. Yeah. Condom. It kills me. I want to be at that gig so bad. It's insane. And there is video of this gig. I think it came out on VHS. I've never seen it, but I think there is a VHS of this gig. Oh, we must find this. Uh, I believe Dave talked with us about it uh, last year. So, and actually Terry even, Terry even said she wondered if the vo- one of the vocal effects was. What condom uses, because it sounds so similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, she it was truly, wondering if they it shared truly a vocal effect. It sounds effects. like condom. But again, uh, that- I, I like when the audience member yells, stop pissing about. <laughs> <laughs> that mocha, Stop pissing about. <laughs> <laughs> but also like, to me, this is, it's just that perfect example of, of a, of a show lineup that is to me an ideal perfect lineup. Yes. Condom, the haters, smell and quim techno animal, all very, very different from each other, all just unified by the underground. And I think that that's what is still so exciting to me. And just hearing that lineup gives me chills. And each are cathartic in their own way, like cathartic in terms of like, you know, expressing the you know passion within you expressing destruction and chaos express expressing your rambunctious nature something that is you know potentially silly but truly like so many ways to have chaos and destruction and cathartic feelings come out on stage and i think that that is just really a full package show I mean, when you just hear, you know, turned over to sod, you know, it's just like so, <laughs> so great. You just you can't help but have a smile on your face and just feel the joy of of the destruction of the crumbling of the falling apart. Because it just sounds like at points it just sounds like everything's falling apart. Yeah, it's it's a, a beautiful mess. Really, it's the chaos of Quim. The chaos of Quim. I love mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. I love it. And. That takes up most of the chunk of the first side. And then you just get this great porn orgasm loop, porn on top of porn on top of porn on top of porn with orgasm mantra. And I love it. Porn in an echo chamber. It's triple Xmas. <laughs> yeah, it's triple uh, Xmas. Absolutely. Just a sexy track. <laughs> oh, triple Xmas is perfect. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's like a. A little clumsy. It doesn't ever feel like it settles into a thing. It just keeps kind of going for two and a half minutes, and I like that. It works well yeah. with the material. And it's just a nice little ending to the side. This is a great, it's a full C60. I love that. And, I mean, look, the packaging is some of the best stinky horsefuck packaging. Oh, it's so good. The version that we have is the second edition, which is black. So as Dave talked about in our episode with him, he had access to this vacuum former vacuum former. So you can, so Mersbau metal madman has this, there is the uh, vagina version of the Mersbau smell and quim seven inch. And this has it as well. It's so attractive and I can't believe it's sturdy as hell. Like, you know, it's, survived all of our moves 
It is yeah. un, unbroken, unscathed. It's uh, very, I'm shocked, yeah, honestly. Did he say dirty. that that Smelling Quim logo was uh, carved out of wood? Yeah. Exactly. He said yeah. it was carved out of wood. And then vacuum form. Is, yeah, that's great. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, which is so cool. So the version that we have is the second edition, which is black. I've seen... Now, I, I've seen a version that's gold, and then I've seen uh, there is also a version that's white. So there might be three versions, Ooh. unclear. But it's or also, maybe it's just material. Exactly, like it might just have, be what yeah. he had. Sometimes, especially with noise, and we've talked about we talked about this on on one of the episodes with with Dom, where sometimes those editions it's just what they had, maybe. And so edition maybe only had edition forty two because that's 42 all you can get. Go, you know, gold. Yeah pieces of plastic that they for the vacuum form you know yeah. and then and then maybe there was 10 yeah. white so they just filled the rest in you and know, this, I, who knows I and don't this know. second don't know. edition is edition 80 right i noted that because i want to be like you two when you always know the edition number nice Tara. <laughs> nice. Yeah, i'm gonna start paying attention look at that nice <laughs> you know they but, sell vacuum formers now that you can get for like Home use. I looked it up before the show because it looks fun, and uh, I found anywhere from a hundred bucks to six hundred bucks. Uh, the six hundred dollar one looked real nice. Yeah, but, they uh, look really nice. I've actually seen some videos it's of like them. Like six hundred dollars, nice in action. Uh, hundred and ten dollars on Amazon, people. Yeah, get your label ready. <laughs> I feel like the hundred and ten dollar one just might not have all the features you might want to do. I just well, feel you don't like, know till you try. I huh? just feel like no one's gonna do it as good as That's Dave true. did because also the thing you again that he talked about with us in December is that he what he did you know he went to school for art mm -hmm. he is you know an artist he this he can do this very well and that's why I think stinky horsefuck looks so good because there is a homemade rawness to it but they're done so well for example the yeah. black leather Jesus tape there it comes with a cross made out of chicken wire but it's very well put together yes. even though it, it has a rawness to it but it's it's not falling apart. It's not. It's not cheap. No, it's just all part of the yeah. the material, and it's part of the aesthetics yeah. too. Like it's not um, attempting to be a fine art project. It is, you know, very much in the zone of smell and quim. It's great. A absolutely, it has this immediate quality, but that doesn't mean it's not well done. Absolutely, it's incredibly well done. That's the thing. And then you get the great paste. You get the great track info on the back but then the tape is adhered with some rope uh, <laughs> adhered to the tray <laughs> with the picture of, of one mr ian brady on the cover so i like that this is the christmas album it's ian brady and it's smelling quim and there's the word christmas right across ian brady's forehead uh it's marvelous but of course we had to ask dave what does ian brady Say about Christmas to you. Well, he was a crazy motherfucker um, from the other side of the Pennines. The bodies were buried on Saddleworth Moor, which is between where I live and Oldham. So, like, um, growing up as a, a kid, it all seemed um, a bit strange going over Saddleworth Moor. It's a bit, you know, a bit scary. It's actually a very beautiful place around uh, Dovestone Reservoir. We're going to flip over that tape. It's time to hop aboard the smell twister. Oh, you think it's you think you think it's a ride? Well, it's kind of like a tornado. And you just kind of hop on. I was wondering if it was an amusement park ride, a tornado. Or an amusement park ride. You guys both good, thought that? Yes, that you get a, is a ride. What do you oh. What do you think? What did it you is? think? 
Um, I just thought it was like lots of smells converging together and and then it was a real smell twister. I was writing like, down like the smell is going to be like a fish and piss and liquor and then they're all getting twisted together. Almost like almost like twist like a twisting up like a bread. Yeah, like folding dough of bread, you know, it's a smell twister. Like, I, I can't really put my finger on what it is. Much like maybe like the bread that Dave makes Much while like dubbing these tapes. Much like the bread Dave makes, exactly. That's what I was thinking, but I like the idea of an amusement park ride of the smell twister, and they just strap you in and throw things your way to sniff. Well, and like an amusement park ride, this thing speeds up and slows down throughout its duration. It's this sort of gross decayed loop it definitely feels like it it cuts in speed and then picks back up again at the end which like a roller coaster you know you go up the hill slowly and then down well maybe you don't know i don't think the Connolly is much like i mean i've been on a roller coaster much like We've the woods it. and the ocean right. i mean yes in, in, in our in our adult uh, lives yeah no that we have no time or i can't recall. or need for a roller coaster no, I, you know, I'm not looking to get back problems later in life, so I'm good on the roller coaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been on a roller coaster in my life, I'm as Tara has, so I know exactly what you mean. And yes, this is that that just grimy noise feedback, and then that, that low rumble that emerges. That low rumble creeped me out because I thought something was happening in our apartment. Like I thought it was a, an earthquake or something when the low rumble hit and you know, there's always construction in one, one of the areas near us. And I thought that that was construction and I was asking Mike to pause it and he was like, no, it's on the tape. Like it's, it's really cool. <laughs> yeah. I love the low end on this. Just three people who have the words low rumble written on a sheet of paper right now. Mm-hmm. That's right. I, I said low end wobble. That low, had that a, had low, a wobble to it. That low rumble to me was filling in the smelly holes. Yeah. Oh yeah. I did write that. I thought it was a tornado that hit a mud pit and then sucked up the mud dry, and then you have a muddy tornado See? just turning you around. Were you were there, and that mud probably smells bad. We've been in floods, and when the waters recede, oh boy, it stinks. It's not. You good. know what I mean? Because usually the sewers are overflowing too. What are you smacking close. over there? Oh, sorry. It was my clipboard. Her clipboard. Damn it. <laughs> Keep it in. You know what? Keep it in. <laughs> I have a stand for my microphone because I can't stop playing with it. Yeah, well, we get a stand for your clipboard. <laughs> See, look, look, listeners. Dang here's it. the thing: we gray ha- We are like the children that Gray constantly has to. So, for example, we were. He was saying that we were going through our papers too much. So we were like, okay, we'll keep our papers on our clipboard so we don't go through our papers too much. Then what happens? Tara's playing smashing with the her, clipboards. Playing with the clipboard. Sitting we, still is hard. So we, so you, you, I want the listeners to know what gray has to go through for the two knuckleheads on this side of the screen. It's a lot. It's, I, we try his he patience. Does. We, we try his he's editing, editing skills. He's like, what was that sound that I heard? It was like a, constant clacking. Yes. I'm like, so, oh, I was playing with my pen. Exactly. So Sorry. We well, you should have just said it was vaginal clackers and then we could have moved on. <laughs> it but was my vaginal clackers. <laughs> They're driving me crackers. You know, Mike gave me an early Christmas present and it was vaginal clackers. They're driving me crackers. <laughs> we just love them. Yeah. Oh, you know, I, you know, we'll just say in the middle, I, I did take the opportunity to write down a few more fun titles. From Smell and Quim that I love. What are some? What are some that you fecal birthing pool? Ooh, oh. it could be like a toilet, or it could be like Ooh. you know anything you want. Fecal birthing anything pool. Anything you want. 
Uh, lubing the nipples. <laughs> or nipples on buttocks. Yeah. Nipples on image. buttocks. That's nice. Like, it's almost you, like it's almost like pleasant. Well, not if you think about cutting the nipples off and then oh, sticking them to buttocks. I thought it was more like there's placing they're, they're just them on touching. Yeah. 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 I thought it sounded, it sounded a little it sounded kind of innocent in a oh, way. Oh, so sweet. Uh going going down in the swappy slump. Swap <laughs> sloppy swamp. Ooh. Going down for great, you know, we we love that. Uh bunghole. Just real simple. Bunghole. Just simple. Um and uh one for me, I think, is uh Stephen Hawking's butt plug. One of the classic albums and just such really I have always loved that title so much. Irreverent and uh Gravy Sucker. <laughs> <laughs> that could be like the uh the smell twister. Well it it's is Christmas, as well. so you know, we we everyone should be serving some <laughs> some variety of gravy. And everyone should be going down for the gravy. <laughs> Does he go down for the gravy? Absolutely. And but the thing about Smell Twister is that it is actually just a it is a great noise composition. And that's the thing. Obviously, we have so yes. much fun with Smell and Quinn. We have so much fun with the titles. And obviously, Dave's just so he's so great. There's so much dark humor to Smell and Quim. But the other the reason it works is because of tracks like this. I mean, there yeah. it's great noise. And you know, we talk about the rambunctiousness, mm-hmm. the wildness, especially live, and especially live set from last year. Yes. But then there, there's the noise compositions that are just awesome. Yeah, it's it's like everything put together makes a complete package. Like yeah. it's not just somebody trying to be zany or shock you yeah, or be not gross. At all. Everything comes together and this just like beautiful, chaotic mess and D- dark. Yeah. 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 Smelling Quinn makes more sense to me the more I explore and dig in and listen to it. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, when you first hear it, depending upon what you first hear, you're going to have a completely different idea of the project. Like, you can listen to the Jism Killers, or you can listen to Pushy Gothic Gnome versus Charity Techno Gnome, or one of the early things I got was the recycled tape. And I've mentioned this before, but my Smelling Quinn recycled tape was dubbed on a New Kids on the Block tape. So yeah, after the so Smelling Quinn so tape was over, there was like a couple minutes of, you know, half of a New Kids on the Block song on each side. And that has forever sort of been linked in my brain with Smelling Quim through that weird experience that mostly, uh, most likely nobody else had that experience with them. You know, like I don't know how many of those he would have dubbed mm. on New Kids on the Block tapes for the same I tape. Love so. That. I, I have to pull out ours. I wonder what ours is dubbed on. I don't even remember. No. But, but it's it, those sort of personal experiences and references and, and things and ideas and smelling quim are, are great and even better once you start to, you know, now that we've gotten to talk to Dave and kind of even understand more behind it and see the sense of humor in person where it is like even yes. the dark stuff has humor in it. Also, another track that I remember quite well is Tread on the Baby. Tread on the baby. It's an example of um, hijacking a busker on the street and just singing ludicrous words over the top of whatever they're playing, you know? I love that <laughs> they just hijacked someone playing on the street and he just started singing <laughs> Tread on the baby. And I, liked it. I was like just wondering, like, 
it, was the busker scared? <laughs> yeah, like, would you be? Well, yeah, because like, I kind of picture him in like the Elvis suits or the robot suit. That's exactly yeah. what I picture. I picture yeah. him in the Elvis suit, just on the street singing "Tread on the like, Baby." Like, who was more surprised in that situation? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it though. Again, and this is just that—it's just that perfect. It's just this is what noise tapes and smell and quim tapes are yes. for. Just a nice. 50 second thing of Dave hijacking a busker on the street and singing Tread and on the Baby. we've been singing it all week, oh, by I mean, the way. How can Every you not? Chance. It's just in our head uh, yeah. <laughs> for the rest of the year. Good luck with that, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and just a beautiful Christmas sentiment. Well, is it, is it Tread Christmas. on the Baby Jesus? It might be. You, you know what? For Christmas? Be, sure. If it's Christmas, then it must be. <laughs> it's a joyous reverie. That's what this is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a joyous reverie. You know what else seems like a joyous You know what a joyous occupation might be? What? Being a sausage jockey. Well, I wonder if there's any sort of training that you need to go through to become a sausage jockey. Well, no real training done on the job. The prospective jockey, the sausage jockey, just has to jump onto the sausage and bounce and squirm around until the sausage meister reaches the the required state of ecstasy. Well, that clears it all up. If you thought maybe there was an, another position of sausage jockey that we weren't aware of and we're thinking of it wrong, that's not the case. It's exactly what you think it is. We say it clears it all up again. This is, yeah, I mean, come on. This is just so good. Just that high tone attack. Now, I will say that we 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 have the, as, as I said, we have the tape, so mm-hmm. we listen to it on the tape. These next three tracks, well, or no, sorry, the Sausage Jockey and Necromantics, it's, it is kind of almost hard to tell when, yes. which, when the yes. track ends and when the, the next track begins. And especially because Sausage Jockey, I thought, sounded like an exorcism. And then you go into necromantics, so they kind of bleed into each other. Yeah, and they're all—they both use high tones, mm-hmm. and there's these weird cut-ups. This one feeds samples, sample heavy, and certainly yeah. by necromantics. I mean, obviously, there's a point where you're like, obviously, this is necromantics because mm-hmm. Sausage Jockey is only a minute fifteen. But there's those cut-ups and loops. It's really brain warping. Yeah, this is a weird one, and it's kind of the only uh, cut-up piece on the disc, cut-up piece on the tape, and. Uh, and I actually don't, I don't often think of Smell and Quim as cut up. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Right. And so, so this track was, was, it feels very different, but it's still, it's very cool. I, am I the only one who thought that they were talking about putting somebody into the electric chair? It's, I, it sounded, the, 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 the vocal loops were very strange. He said, he was saying, put this stuff around and then um, this is the arm strap. And then they mentioned execution. Oh, so yeah, you're, so you're I probably right. I was trying. It was putting somebody into an electric chair. You're probably totally right. Honestly, it, it, it no. was. I was. It was. I was trying to get what 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 the actual voice was saying, but they're it's very warped. It's very loopy. I'm well, sure. Well, I'm that's sure where that, my imagination took me. And then there were buzz saws, but I think I think it was you know describing an electric chair, and uh, it was uh, it was really herky jerky, wild ride, disjointed. Necromantic. It was. It was quite romantic. Yeah. Necromantic. <laughs> now, if you were to attack your enemy's balls, what approach would you take? Um, severe abrasion. Severe abrasion. I can't say any more than that. Hey, 
Simple and to the point. Abrasion. I mean, that's that'll do it. Abrasion. And I hear it. I hear the abrasion in this track. Those balls yes. are being abraded. Well, and then there's that great, like, wide synth bed. Again. Yeah, you don't think Snow of synth Quim necessarily, does, but. Does so much. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. They've done so much. And that dark, wide synth bed. And then there's the rattle of the enemy's balls going over it. Yeah, I, I heard almost like some uh, some jingle balls. <laughs> yeah, yes, maybe yes. maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's the Christmas that's the Christmassy I said, element. I said this is nice. Your enemies' balls are nice. <laughs> Not for long. <laughs> yeah, until you until you until you abrade until you run them through some abrasive. Well, I guess that's what I'm into. I don't know. Implements. <laughs> well. <laughs> But yeah, no, this is it's just a great one. Of course, your enemies balls a great smell and quim CD on Redstream. Right. Certainly a, a, a mandatory smell and quim release, which honestly they're all mandatory. There's not yeah. one smell and quim that's not mandatory. Yeah, this is just a great another, just a great track. It's just it's just an awesome smell and quim track. Yep. Two minutes of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Abrasion. <laughs> and then Last but certainly not least, I think this might be my favorite track on the tape. Well, that'd be Clipfest. So it takes place 28 days after the circumcision. Uh, so that means the 29th of January every year. You know, I have my tickets, but they, they got refunded. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no fest this year. You yeah, know what no I mean? fest but, this year. Uh, yeah, you can't have a virtual Clipfest. Right. And as, you know, as Dave said... You know, it's supposed it's you know it's supposed to be an annual event. I just sadly, you know, I think in 2020 it just didn't it didn't happen. You know, and I love that he brought up the circumcision. Sometimes, you know, in the hustle and bustle, we forget about the circumcision. It, it's a complicated festival. It's, There's a lot of moving parts. Yeah, I certainly, certainly love this track. It is maniacs at play it decomposes elephants trumpeting possibly playing a timpani at the same time uh i think it's great it's i, I thought it sounded like the band going down with the, the titanic yes this you know, is that's a really great way to think about this one that that's i would agree this is my favorite track on the release as well it, it's I don't know. There's there's that weird drumming going through it that's like unexpected and doesn't. It's it feels out of place until it holds the whole thing together. It, it's a really cool way. And yeah, it just it sounds like they're having fun and they're going wild. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and like Tara said, the ship's going down and the band's going down with it. And it is that weird drumline opening. It's it's welcoming us to the fest. It's bringing us in. Oh, it's a fest with pomp and circumstance. A little That's fanfare. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the, the it, it just keep dissolving throughout this entire 17 minute track and, and noise begins to rise and the, fe- the, the clit fest has begun and it's just total. Again, I think rambunctious is a great way, a great mm-hmm. word for this as well as turned over to sod live. Yeah. I think it's a great, term for this type of smell and quim track playful not not violent but darkly but, playful exactly 
it's not necessarily leading you to something clean and shiny. It's very sticky and sloppy. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been led to anything clean by smelling quim. Shiny, maybe for a maybe. variety maybe. of reasons, but clean, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> no. It's got to be sloppy. Whatever happens, physically sloppy. Maybe not sonically. Probably, though. I mean, you know, luckily, at, at Tara did, was almost hit by, speaking of sloppy, was almost hit by one of the fish at the show I last year. I felt the fish wind go past my face. I mean, it missed me by like a millimeter. It was great. But what? I actually, I got the smell twister of fish. <laughs> you did. I did. But Tara, what did you get? I got the baby bottle full of vodka. It is true. We have that in our possession. It's great. The Smell and Quim baby bottle that was full of vodka. I shall treasure it forever. Yes. Yes. And I also had lovely lavender sanitizing wipes in my purse. So I got to help out the guy that did get hit by the fish who was standing behind me. (laughs) She did. And it is true. You can pretty much guarantee. It hit him in the mouth. (laughs) You can pretty much guarantee that Tara will have sanitizing wipes in her purse. Yeah. Organic. Lavender sanitizing wipes. That's correct. So if you ever get hit by a fish and you're near Tara. Look, I know know where to go if I need a snack, if my if my blood sugar is a little low, if I need a sanitizing (laughs) wipe, if I've got some other sort of ailment. I know who to talk to pretty much always. Oh, yeah. Well, I discovered these deodorant wipes that are really great for shows, too. Especially long ones. Festivals. Festivals. (laughs) I actually one thing I miss in all of this, uh, you know, remote podcasting is that Tara would always bring snacks over. (laughs) Oh man, we had so many good snacks. We did. It's been we did. It's been nine months without good snacks. Hey, nine months without good snacks. You know what we miss is you making us those tasty, tasty drinks. Oh, I miss that too. It is sad. I miss a lot of things. But yeah, I think that's the, I would say our in-person, and I miss listening to the things together because there is, yeah. I mean, obviously we, we're doing it basically at the same time and sometimes we're texting. Yeah, but press and play now. <laughs> yeah, it's There's just. There's something about like everyone's combined energy participating yeah. in it. Yeah. Yeah. It I, I pump that. my fists alone to the records, not, not yeah. uh, in tandem yeah, yeah. now. And so, yeah. Yeah. I have but, to close my eyes. A lo- well, I'm not alone. I got Mike with me, but. I mean, it's, you know, it's just different. Still, we miss Gray. Yeah, of course. (laughs) But, you know, the spirit of Christmas is alive. Smell and Quim. Bringing that joy to the world. Peace on earth. Only Smell and Quim can bring peace on earth, I think, at this time of the year. And in order to do that, you just have to hit play on the Christmas album. Just untie the string from Ian Brady's eyes. Yep. Release that cassette. Pop it in. And you will be transported to a winter wonderland of joy, of peace, of sausage jockeys. Sticky (laughs) Christmas trees. Treading (laughs) Treading on babies. Abrace, abrasive tactics against your enemy's balls. 
Your enemy's balls hanging upon your Christmas tree. It's a beautiful, beautiful spirit that Smell and Quinn brings at this time of the year. As we eagerly await the circumcision. You've been listening to Noise Extra. Noise Extra is brought to you by Chondritic Sound, a home to noise artists for over 17 years. By Verdant Weapons, maker of quality contact microphones and noise devices, and by our Patreon supporters. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash noise extra, and your support really helps. You can find us on Instagram at noise extra, on the web at noiseextra.com, one E in those, and on Twitter at noise extra, with three A's at the end. Thank you for listening to us and to noise.